It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings. They are available now exclusively at BlueNile.com. This is an exciting collection of truly unique limited edition diamond engagement rings that are available right now only at BlueNile.com. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host and founder of BricktownBuckets.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O-Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O-Thunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128. On today's show, we're going to talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder responding in a big way with a beatdown of the Houston Rockets, even while being so shorthanded, what this means for the Thunder's depth, what this means for Mark Dagnott, and what this means for the future of this season. We start, as we always do, with the game overview. And in this game, George Hill was out due to the thumb injury. He'll be out for the rest of this month, will not be reevaluated for another four weeks. SGA was out, which is something that happened late Tuesday night on the 7.30 injury report after we already recorded Wednesday's episode of Locked on Thunder. This was snuck in there, and we knew that he was limping a bit Monday, if you remember, but he went on and played the rest of that game and had no idea he was hurt enough to miss this game. His status is still up in the air. Mark Dagnott did say before the game that it was you know, nothing serious. This was precautionary. And Shea was dealing with some stiffness. And so with that stiffness, you want to look at big pictures and you want to make sure that Shea is all fine. But everything came back clean and this was all precautionary. So he could be back Friday and Saturday. He could not be. Who knows what will happen on that front. But you already go into this game without Shea and without George Hill. And then they made it official by sending Ty Jerome, Poku, Josh Hall, Moses Brown to the G League bubble. They were without those four guys. And so you were already down to 10 active players in this game. And in the first quarter, midway through, 
Lou Dort leaves the game with left knee soreness. He would not return. You played the rest of this game with nine available players. And yet throughout this game, the Thunder kept the Rockets at arm's length, were able to do what they needed to do at, at one point leading by 30 points, and won this game by 17. Look, the NBA is random, and the Rockets did not have John Wall. I understand that. The Thunder had nine available players, and they did not have their three best players in this game. And if you want to count Al Horford, since they did have Al Horford, you didn't have three of your four best players in this game. And yet, against the red-hot Houston Rockets, who were on this long winning streak and just beat the Thunder down to a pulp on Monday, the Thunder were still able to win this contest. By rolling out a starting lineup of Talmadon, Lou Dort, Hamadou Diallo, Darius Baisley, and Al Horford, and you quickly lost Lou Dort. So, this was still a really good game for the Thunder, because it's hard enough to make that adjustment game to game. It's hard enough to respond to a game after you've been just blown out in that first game of the, of the baseball series. But to respond in this way is a big deal. And it is something that you should be proud of as a Thunder fan, no matter what side of the argument you want to fall on in, in terms of tanking or not tanking. Tonight went perfectly. The Thunder did not allow for one bad game to turn into two bad games and to continue to get blown out because they were on a run here of getting blown out a lot. I mean, he got blown out against Houston, got blown out against Brooklyn, got blown out earlier on the road trip against Denver. They were on a bad stretch of games and it could have just snowballed on them after you say out loud all those factors working against them. This team just blew them out on their home floor. They've been getting blown out in recent stretches. They did not have their very best player. They did not have George Hill. They lost Lou Dort and yet they stuck with it with a team totally comprised of young players who all were forgotten about, overlooked, and just were cast aside. They were the island of misfit toys out there, the Thunder were in this game. With a first-year head coach, they were still able to, to bring the band together and win this game against the red-hot Houston Rockets. So, no matter what side of the eye you fall on, this was a good game. And today was a good day. The Rockets lost, that improves your draft pick. The Heat lost, that improves your draft pick. So there, for everyone on the tanking aisle, there's your draft pick update. You have still came out ahead today on the whole draft pick scenario. But you also gained a ton of things that are very valuable. One of which is Mark Degnott continues to prove he was the coach for the job. He was the right hire, and he's going to be one of the best coaches to ever coach in Oklahoma City. No, he's going to be the best coach to ever coach the Oklahoma City Thunder. His sets, the way that he moves the ball in his offense, the way that he gets plays drawn up out of timeouts, his substitution patterns, his timeout usage, it was all phenomenal today. And it has continued to be so all season long. All season long, I've harped on, once these shots fall, Mark has put these players in position to succeed. It's up to the players to make their shots. And tonight, it all came together. But the fact of the matter is, for this game, he had nine players. And again, nine players who were an island of misfit toys. Not exactly a great bunch of nine players in the grand scheme of the NBA. But he got all nine players to work together, and he put out a rotation in which all nine players, you know, the five on the floor always had a safety net. 
right? You always had an Al Horford out there. You always had a Darius Baisley out there. You always had somebody who is a steady hand and, and could be that leader from the starting group. The rotational pattern was awesome, what he was able to mix and match with, and creating that culture of next man up in the sense of every player who got called on today was ready to play. Darius Miller was ready to play. And part of that is just being a professional. Part of that is just, okay, that's their job to play basketball. But part of that is the culture. Look around at the NBA of all the bad cultures out there. Right Before this year, the Knicks were a bad culture. If the Knicks were dealt this hand, they would have been blown out by 50 points in years past. But this Thunder team has a great culture, a great foundation, a great coach, and they were able to rally together. Now, is this sustainable? Is this repeatable? Could they go with these nine guys and win 10 times out of 10? No. Could they win nine times out of 10? No. Eight times, seven times? No, no, no. But they could win tonight. And I don't really care that they won specifically. It's the fact that they played a great brand of basketball that's so encouraging. As I've been saying this whole season, focus on what's happening on the floor, the brand of basketball with Mark, and you'll see the bigger picture. Because eventually, you will have players out there who are better than the five you have right now. You will have players out there who are better than the nine you had today. And whenever those players get in the system, the system will get even better. And you saw that today. You saw how great and repeatable this process is. It's the, it's the fast pace, being versatile. This team had one true point guard because Lou Dort goes out. He had one true point guard. And yet they were still able to move the ball and still able to generate open shots. And they dished out 19 assists without a true point guard on the floor besides Dale Maldon. And I think that he put guys in great positions. I think that you saw that with Darius Baisley. Darius Baisley, who we're going to talk about later on, was great. And I've been saying since May, his best trait is playmaking, and you got him the ball in position to make plays. You do not always get him the ball in the corner. You do not always get him the ball uh, on the low block. You allowed him to show more of his tools, and he did that. He was also a phenomenal off-ball cutter, which goes back to the system of always having your bigs ready to pass. Al Horford was a great passer from the post. But in this first segment, I just want to take a moment to, again, say out loud all that went wrong for Oklahoma City. You're playing the exact same team that embarrassed you. I mean, they embarrassed you on Monday. They had, at halftime, the Rockets scored 43 points. They scored more than that in the first quarter on Monday. They were shooting for breaking three-point records on Monday. And you play that same team in the same arena on Wednesday, only this time without your best player, only this time with nine total players available, and you come out on the other side with a massive win. That is a great job by Mark to have his players ready to go in this game. Coming up, we're going to talk about Hamadou Diallo. We're going to talk about Kenny Hustle. We're going to talk about... Darius Baisley some more, and much more from this game. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends from rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right. 20 years ago, you probably could not use the, the internet properly, right? Your phone would ring. All of a sudden, the internet was shut off. It was a disaster. But you could have been buying auto parts online for 20 years. My favorite part 
about Rock Auto is that I know nothing about cars, literally nothing about cars. You could sell me anything involving vehicles, and I would believe you. You could sell me blinker fluid, and I would believe you. But with rockauto.com, I don't have to know a single thing about vehicles. All I have to know is my make, my model, my year, and they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. So check them out today at rockauto.com. And when you do, tell them Locked On sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box, and they'll know what to do from there. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. We are back on the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Rylan Stiles. Get more of the sport news you need in less time with our new Locked on Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked on Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sport news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked on Today wherever you get your podcast from. You can also subscribe to Locked on Thunder wherever you get your podcast from. I want to talk now about the actual players in the game. Because I thought that Mark did deserve a ton of credit for what happened in this game. But Kenny Hustle was phenomenal. And, and Kenny Hustle is the true tank commander, right? And again, my definition of that is not the same as most people. Most people view that as a very bad player. I'm saying that as somebody who fans are going to fall in love with. Before the year, I thought it was going to be Isaiah Roby. But it's quickly turning into Kenny Hustle. This is somebody who fans are going to fall in love with and talk themselves into as a, as a true building block for a team in which he's really just doing his best on a team that's not very good. He's 26 years old. But I understand all the qualities he has and why you love to watch him. I love to watch Kenny Hustle. In this game, he plays 23 minutes. He goes 7 for 8 from the floor. Three for three from beyond the arc, two for four from the line. He gets you six rebounds, two assists, and he only has the one turnover. That's a big deal because with this constructed roster of just having nobody, having literally nine players, Kenny Hustle was forced to handle the ball. And he stands that test, and he, and he, and he takes that test of adversity, and he only has one turnover to show for it. You know, Diallo and Horford were the two big turnover guys. Other than that, you know, it was really limited. And you put these players in impossible positions. If Kenny Hustle had four turnovers, you would not bat an eye at that because he was put in an impossible position coming in. But he answers that adversity with great basketball play. And we had a 
podcast earlier this month, or I guess last month, because it's now February, last month about how Kenny Hustle can become a building block and that there is a pathway for him. Unlike most players like Kenny Hustle, he actually does have a niche, right? He plays really great defense. He really hustles and gives you that spark and that energy. It's something that Nick Collison built an entire career on. Now, Nick Collison was a better player overall than Kenny Hustle, but that that fundamental skill set of I'm going to do all the dirty work, I'm going to give my best effort no matter what's happening. If we're down 40, up 40, if I have 20 points, if I have one point, I'm going to be consistent in my effort. That is something that Kenny Hessel does. And if he can knock down threes, if he can find a way to be consistent from beyond the arc, then his elite defense in spurts and his great rebounding in spurts become much more valuable as a middle-of-the-rotation guy, especially if Mark keeps up the trend as this team shifts into a competing mode down the line, once this team wants to compete, if Mark still wants to run a 10-man 10 10 rotation, are you going to find a 8, 9, 10th man on the bench that can do more than Kenny Hustle? If you want to expand your rotation that way, can you find somebody better served in that ninth man role in your rotation than Kenny Hustle, if he can consistently knock down three-pointers. Because if he can, and he can still play that very, very good defense, that borderline elite bench defense, notice the qualifiers there of elite bench defense, if he can do that, then there is a pathway for him to be more than just a player on a bad team or on a team that is not going all in to win. But we'll see. And again, he has all of the potential to do so, to prove so. He's going to have the minutes. He's going to have the touches. He's going to have the trust from Coach Mark. I mean, you, you see him playing pretty consistently every single night. He's going to have the opportunity. It's up to him now to go take that opportunity, and this was a great start. In a game in which you desperately needed players to step up, I mean, you desperately need players to step up in this game, and he did that. He made the most of every single opportunity he had. And for Kenny Hustle, he's playing for something long-term here. I mean, he's playing to, to extend his NBA career. And if he continues to play the way he has this calendar year in 2021, he's going to do that. So I think that you're seeing these elements of his game. Even the footwork. I mean, there was an awkward rebound he had where the ball comes off the rim at an angle in which should have pushed him out of bounds, but he's able to keep his feet in bounds and make the pass out to a teammate to keep that possession. He has great footwork, which shows defensively. He has just this nose for the basketball. You hear that a lot in football, but he has it in basketball. He finds a way to get involved. Six rebounds in 23 minutes is really good. I mean, that's really good for a player of his skill set. In a lot of lineups, he was having to be on the perimeter. So I, I like what we saw from Kenny Hustle today. He deserves all of the accolades. And now he shifts into the prove it phase. Prove it that you can be sustainable. Prove it you can sustain this success. And it's not just coming in random spurts on a team in which you're just getting minutes. Because whenever you get minutes, somebody has to do this stuff, right? Somebody has to grab a rebound. Somebody has to score. How can you prove that these aren't empty? 
And, and in this game, he proved those were not empty stats. Those were winning stats. And he's done that in more than just this game. But in this game, it was more noticeable because he was truly one of the biggest parts of this win. In Chicago, well, against Chicago, I think it was in Oklahoma City. Against Chicago in Oklahoma City, he was one of the biggest parts in that win. He's starting to compile those games that make you scratch your head and make you wonder, can this guy really be part of the future? Not to the starting capacity, not to the top end of the rotation capacity, but to the 10th, 9th man in the NBA on a good team which specifically in Oklahoma City could be a very big deal as Mark wants to continue to run these 10-man rotations. But Darius Miller was another guy that stepped up big time. He plays in 10 minutes, and that does not sound like a ton, but you have to remember he's coming off of an Achilles injury, and he did not get very many minutes to begin with. Like, he has almost had no minutes this season. And so you cannot ramp him up too fast. But he comes in, and he gives you 10 valuable minutes. And that's a big deal. I know he's 0 for 1, but 3 for 3 from the line. But he did get a massive steal in this game. He got a really good block in this game and three defensive rebounds that end possessions. He helped stop some momentum in this game at points that Houston was getting. And Houston was trying to claw their way back. You don't want to overblow 10 minutes. But considering the circumstance, that's a big deal. And I, and I just continue to want to see Darius Miller play more and more minutes. We talked about that a lot on Wednesday's show, so you can go back and listen to Wednesday and what I think Miller can be with those more minutes, but he had a good first showing. This was a good first step. Now he's going to need to take that into Friday and Saturday, where you would imagine he'll get even more opportunity. We still need to cover Diallo's good game, Al Horford's good game, Isaiah Roby plays well, and much more with the MVP and the bet of the game in this one and the mock headline of the game all coming up but first i want to tell you about our good friends over at betonline.ag are you ready for some football it's the super bowl this sunday the chiefs take on the bucks do you have patty mahomes do you have tom brady you can go bet on the super bowl at betonline.ag i currently have kansas city minus three And I think that the Chiefs will repeat as Super Bowl champions. And I will be very happy, very happy, if they can do that. So you can bet on the NFL, you can bet on college hoops, and you can bet on every single NBA game. You could have bet on tonight's Thunder game. What are you waiting for? There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. Sign up today at betonline.ag for a free account and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Again, Bet on the Thunder game every single night with me, and let's see who is the better gambler. We'll talk about how I did today uh, later on in the show. But BetOnline.ag has you covered. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Do not forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. I also want to tell you about our friends over at CBDMD. The holidays are finally behind us, which means it's time to catch up on some much-needed sleep. And even though getting a good night's rest is more easy said than done, our friends over at CBDMD have exactly what you need to sleep harder than the NBA media is sleeping on DeAndre Hunter. CBDPM blends 500 milligrams of high-quality CBD with melatonin, valoran, root, chamomile, 
and other sleep prompting ingredients to create powerful and effective sleep aids. And if you want to relax a little before bed, their new CBD bath salts fused with superior CBD with Epsom, Deep Sea, and Himalayan salts that turn any bath into a luxurious experience are available in lavender and eucalyptus scents, as well as soothing nighttime blend with melatonin and calming herbs. Look, CBDMD helps me relax and shed that holiday stress, so check them out today. And it's made even easier to get started right now because our listeners get 25% off your next order when you use promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, cbdmd.com, promo code NBA, 25% off your next purchase of superior CBD products from cbdmd.com. Again, promo code NBA, cbdmd.com, 25% off your next purchase of superior CBD products. We're back on Locked On Thunder. I'm Relan Styles, and I want to tell you right now when this podcast is over, go check out Locked On Fantasy Basketball. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you get a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, host of Locked On Fantasy Basketball, than any other fantasy podcast. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world, Locked On Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get your podcast from. Josh's great work over there on Locked On Fantasy Basketball. I want to talk now about Diallo. And in this game, Diallo played extremely well. And he was once again put in an impossible position. And I know he had the six turnovers. And one turnover was particularly bad whenever he was just trying to force the ball to Baisley. Everyone in the gym knew it was going to go to Baisley. He did not have the room to throw it to Baisley, and it was just intercepted and going the other way for Houston. But he did not make a ton of just boneheaded mistakes. One of those one of those turnovers, you could see exactly what he was trying to do. It was a small window to try to put the ball in the shooter pocket for Isaiah Roby, who just had a nice screen for him. And it's a great defensive play. You know, that can happen. Defensive plays can be made against a good offensive play. So Diallo in this one played very well. He scores 16 points, gets you three steals, one assist, nine rebounds. I think that this might have been one of the best Diallo games of the season. Because ignoring the six turnovers where he was put in an awful spot, where he's forced to not only join the starting group, but be a focal point of the offense as a lead guard. He answered that call extremely well. And what was so impressive tonight is that this was the the typical game, right? If I just told you, if you've been a fan of this team and you've watched Diallo's whole career, and I told you in this game, the Thunder had nine players. They did not have their very best player. They did not have three of their four best players. And that Diallo would start this game against a team that just embarrassed the Thunder a couple of days prior. If I told you all of that information at noon today, you would have penciled this game in as a bad Diallo game, as a game in which he's doing too much, as a game in which he's trying to do something that, that he just can't. But he only had one drive like that. You know, there was one possession in which he shot a jump shot he should not have shot early in the shot clock. And then there was the Darius Baisley possession where he just, everyone knows he's throwing to Baisley. He just lazily throws it over there and it hangs in the air and it's just a turnover. That's two mistakes. That's going to happen to everybody. Diallo continues to play within himself and within his role, even while seeing the minutes go up 
And even while having every excuse, he had every excuse to fall back into those bad habits, and he did not. And he was still efficient. Five for nine, 55% from the floor. I loved what we saw from Diallo. He had fantastic drives, and it's great to see Diallo finish at the rim because most of his finishes just look impossible. It just looked like he should not be being able to physically do what he does on the floor, and you just love to see that from him. But another play that played extremely well was Al Horford. And Al Horford got more aggressive as the game went on, but while being aggressive, he stayed efficient. 8 for 10 from the floor and 2 for 4 from beyond the arc. He gets to the line three times, three for three, six rebounds, three steals, two, uh, no, excuse me, two steals, three assists, and 17 points. He did have the seven turnovers, but again, it's a big man asked to do way too much playmaking. There, there's a level of playmaking a big man needs to do in Mark's system anyway. And now Horford himself, as a, as a big man in general, is an above average playmaker as a big man. But there were times in which he's running the floor and, and, and things like that are going to happen whenever you have this adversity that the Thunder face today. And again, say all the adversity out loud once again for Al Horford. Here's a veteran that understands this rebuild is not for him. He will not make the other side of this Thunder rebuild. And yet he gave you all he had tonight. And he did it with a smile. He did it while encouraging teammates. He did it while staying focused on trying to win this game. He was helping players be better on on the floor. He was... Being a leader, he did not just look for his own shot. If you put out the resumes of all these players, and if Al Horford wanted 17 shots tonight, nobody would be surprised, right? Nobody would call him out for shooting for shooting too much. He's a veteran on the team with, with just castaways. But he still played the way he's supposed to. And doing it with such enthusiasm was a big deal to me. He deserves a lot of credit for that. And then Taylor Maldon did not have the best game box score-wise, but I thought the fact he looked so comfortable was a big deal. And even though box score-wise, in terms of the, the points, it was not a good game, he was able to have a fantastic finish at the rim, a nice reverse layup, and he captures six steals tonight. Look, the reason why Maldon fell down draft boards, number one, was because he did not want to be a draft and stash player. But number two, the big knock on him was his athleticism. It was him getting to the rim. It was him keeping up defensively at the NBA level. And I've pointed out his defense on multiple occasions, but tonight you saw him get to the rim aggressively, and you saw him play very good defense. And, and he mentions in the, in the post-game interview that he wants to make the defense a staple and an identity of his game. If he becomes an average driver or an above-average driver, and can be an average defender to above average defender, then you have now canceled out the two knocks on him pre-draft that stopped him from being a first-round pick. And the only thing bad about Tails' game today was that he did not have a shot. Other than that, he did everything right. As a 19-year-old rookie, still getting his first starts under his belt with no training camp and no summer league. It was a good Good game for Theo, just besides the shot. And then Isaiah Roby comes back in a big way. Goes 6 for 9, 66%, 0 for 1 from from the 3-point line, 1 for 2 from the line. Only gets the 2 rebounds to be expected from him. 1 assist, and he scores 13 points. And you saw him play more of that 4 role 
than the five roll, which is so good for his game. And you're seeing that be rewarded. You're seeing him play better and feel more comfortable on the offensive end. So happy birthday to him, by the way. Happy birthday, Isaiah Roby. Uh, what a win for your birthday. A little underwhelmed by Mike Muscala, but no big deal there. He still did other things to contribute. The MVP of this game, though, is Kenny Hustle. He was great. It was another game in which if you had to pick out three reasons why the Thunder won a game, he has to be number one. Against the Bulls, he has to be in that top three. He, he's put together a few wins here, and the Thunder don't have very many yet. Off the top of your head, without going back and reliving every single game, just fresh off the dome right now, you can automatically attribute two of the nine wins this year to Kenny Hustle. So he's the MVP tonight, deservedly so. Gets that season high uh, for him of 19 points. So congratulations to Kenny Hustle. Uh, the better the day outcome, I had Houston minus five. And that obviously did not hit. This is why you should not gamble, because who would have thought that this group could beat the Rockets? The Moneyball outcome was Mike Muscala for me. That's who I picked, but it was wrong. Kenny Hustle led the team in three-pointers made. Congratulations, by the way, to Matt Pinto. Matt Pinto is why we have the Moneyball segment, because it's what he says after the Thunder hit a three. He got married the other day, so congratulations to him. And then the mock headline outcome... What did I conjure up? It was Breakfast Clubbing, a play on the Breakfast Club with Kenny Hustle in it and the Thunder Bench with clubbing to poke fun at the Rockets and James Harden in that fiasco. By the way, I said on Twitter, and I'll, I'll be a man of my word, I said on Twitter that if Darius Miller and the Breakfast Club crew had a good game, then I would watch Breakfast Club for the first time ever. I'm going to do that today on Thursday. So look forward to that. It better be good. That's all I got to say. It better be good. I've never seen it in my entire life. Everyone says it's a classic. It better be good. This episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana. 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely and beautiful diamond rings. They are available now exclusively at BlueNow.com. They're an exciting collection of truly unique, limited edition diamond engagement rings available only at BlueNow.com. That is a wrap for Locked On Thunder. Tomorrow's show will be a special crossover episode with Locked On Wolves to get you set for the back-to-back against Minnesota. So until then, be good and be good to one another. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.